The Holy Gospel according to Luke. On one occasion, when Jesus was going to the house of a leader of the Pharisees to eat a meal on the Sabbath, they were watching him closely. When he noticed how the guests chose places of honor, he told them a parable. When you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not sit down at the place of honor in case someone more distinguished than you has been invited by your host. And the host who invited both of you may come and say to you, give this person your place. And then in disgrace, you will start to take the lowest place. But when you are invited, go and sit down at the lowest place so that when the host comes, he may say to you, friend, move up higher. Then you will be honored in the presence of all who sit at the table with you. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. He said also to the one who had invited him, When you give a luncheon or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or your rich neighbors, in case they may invite you in return, and you would be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed, because they cannot repay you. For you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Whenever I enter into a new space with new people, I have to be honest and say that I get a little nervous. Now, typically, I am an extrovert, so I love talking with people. I love connecting with people. I get energy from from talking and connecting with people. But there's that moment when I first enter into a new space, either at a conference or at an event, where I'm a little nervous. I'm not sure where my place is when it comes into the gathering of people. I don't know where my status is, or sometimes I even question, what is the social code here? It brings me back to when I was in school, right? And I don't know if you all remember when you were in school and you would get your lunch and you would turn around in the lunchroom and desperately look for some familiar faces so you could go down and sit and eat with your friends. And this idea of social status or social code is a long-standing tradition in our society. And Jesus addresses it in the gospel lesson today. Jesus takes on the social statuses of his day. He lives in an honor and shame culture where status is everything. And it is key, especially around mealtime, like going into the lunchroom at school or at work. Now, it might not be as clear cut in today's time as it is in Jesus' time, but when you look around a room, you see different people sitting with particular individuals. And we would love to say that we would love to sit with anybody and everyone, but we typically gather together where we feel most included. The code at Jesus' time was that the guests of honor would sit near the host, and those of lesser importance would move their way down the table away from the host. And those who weren't invited at all, well, they didn't matter at all. Status was critically important. To be invited at a better position at the table means that you are an important person to the host. It wasn't just simply an honor 
but there were real tangible benefits, both in your personal life and your business life. And Jesus makes two interesting comments when he talks about this social status or social code. The first is he gives this good advice, right? When you, when you go into a, a new situation, don't think too highly of yourself. Be modest. Start from a lower position and be invited into a higher position. It's the kind of advice that many parents, I would think, tell their children as we enter into the first days of school. The second point Jesus makes is not on those who are attending the the banquet, but those who are giving it. This radical idea, even by today's standards. He says, don't invite those in position to repay you, to do something for you, but rather invite those who cannot give anything to you in return. You see, in in the culture of Jesus, status is everything. Favors mean a lot. Debts, honor, it all is intertwined into one. It's all about counting and reckoning and and standing and, and all the rest that go into that. Inviting persons to a banquet meant that you would make a claim on them and you would expect favors in return. It's kind of a I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine kind of culture. Jesus' advice probably sounded too far out there for anybody to really agree with him. They would think his radicalness of inviting those who cannot do anything for you in return seems like a bad idea. Why would we waste this opportunity when we are spending our time, energy, effort, and money in throwing this banquet? Why would we not invite those who could do something for me? But this is also, Jesus is talking about the kingdom of God. And I came head to head to this over the last several months, right? I've been put in a position that I've never wanted to be in in my entire life. I was stuck in a hospital bed with no clear way of doing anything for anyone. And I've had lots and lots of offers over the last several months for help. And I put in this position where I needed to accept help. You know, one of the reasons why I became a pastor is I love helping others. I love helping people, serving people. In the last two months, I've lost my ability to do that. And it's been extremely limited in what I've been able to do. And this has hurt my heart deeply. Not to be able to serve the way that I would like to serve or feel that I need to serve. So I begin to question, what is my worth? If I cannot help other people, if I cannot serve other people, then what is this all about? Where do I fall on the scale of status or social But then I read scriptures like this where Jesus talks about the kingdom of God and how we in the kingdom of God act a little differently, think a little differently. In the kingdom of God, God treats us, God creates us, God gives us the ability to have our worth not based on what we can do for our others, but what God can do for us. 
God cares for us. God forgives us. And there's not, nothing that we can do to return that favor to God. In fact, the only thing that we can do in return when you think about it is to share with others what we have been given to, by God. That is the kingdom of God. That is the kingdom of life. And it is completely different than the way we typically act in the world. There's no shame in spending our time caring for others, especially when they are in need. There's no shame in asking for help when you are in need. But most of us feel like we are a burden when we ask for help. Because the truth is, God has given us all good things for no reason and invites us to do the same for others. Now, over the next several months, there will be opportunities for you to go out and to visit other churches, to start thinking about where you are going to go and what community you want to be a part of when Prince of Peace finishes Holy Closure. You will be entering into spaces where you start to ask yourself, what is my pecking order? You may hear messages that will challenge you to think about things in a different way, to take your faith a little differently, in a different direction. You can ask yourself, well, what would it be like when I walk into a new space in a new church? Do I feel comfortable? Do I feel welcomed? Even when you are walking into the church the first time, you can ask yourself, what do I have to offer this congregation? And we start to live a little differently and act a little differently we start to be faithful to yourself and to the kingdom of God, someone may ask you, why are you doing this? And you can say, this is what God wants me to do. In the passage today, Jesus invites us to think a little differently, to break the rules of what have you done for me lately, to, to think not our social status on what we can do for others or what others can do for us, but how can we extend the love of God that God has given to each and every one of us. And our value is not on what we can do, but how much God loves us. Thanks be to God. In Jesus' name, amen.